This is from Letter from a Birmingham Jail, and if you haven't read it, you should. It's linked in the, in the doobly. I must confess that over the past few years I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride towards freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate, who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek, but I cannot agree with your methods of direct action, who paternalistically believes he can set the timetable for another man's freedom, who lives by a mythical concept of time, and who constantly advises the Negro to wait for a more convenient season. Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. Lukewarm acceptance is much more bewildering than outright rejection. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice, and that when they fail in this purpose, they become the dangerously structured dams that block the flow of social progress. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that the present tension in the South is a necessary phase of the transition from an obnoxious negative peace, in which the Negro passively accepted his unjust plight, to a substantive and positive peace, in which all men will respect the dignity and worth of human personality. Actually, we who engage in the nonviolent direct action are not the creators of tension, we merely bring to the surface the hidden tension that is already alive. We bring it out in the open, where it can be seen and dealt with, like a boil that can never be cured so long as it is covered up, but must be opened with all its ugliness to the natural medicines of air and light. Injustice must be exposed, with all the tension its exposure creates, to the light of human conscience and the air of national opinion before it can be cured. So this, this is important. This is important. It's not nice, but it's important. You don't have to have ill will to hinder justice. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up two to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor 
anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show, Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews, becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shoutouts at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday 7 a.m., Tuesday 9 a.m., Wednesday 11 a.m., Thursday 1 p.m. and Friday 3 p.m. All mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. So I wanted to do something a little bit different today. Um, so I, I've done 52, I think 51, 52 episodes already. And there's something I just haven't addressed yet that I've been meaning to address. And I, I feel that now is the appropriate time to do so. Um, so so let me just reiterate and let me just clarify on, on what the point of this podcast is and what, what, what we aim to do with this project. Um, so I started this podcast in August of 2018. And... Um, the reason why I started it, like like I said in the first episode, was because I'm, I'm I'm not satisfied with the progress of current marijuana legalization. You know, while I'm thankful that ten states have have legalized it for adult use for folks over the age of twenty one, and have 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 lifted prohibition in 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 about ten states, um, I just don't feel that we're moving fast enough as a country and as a society with this. You know. There's still a lot of of BS rules and, and regulations right now. Like I've been railing about for, for a while, you know, in all 10 of these states, you know, it consuming marijuana is legal, but you're not allowed to do it in public, you know. Um, and landlords can still prohibit marijuana use on their property. So you have a lot of people... That um, while it's legal in their state, they themselves personally can't do it because they don't have the fortune or the privilege to be a homeowner or a condo owner or have a landlord that's cool with them using, you know. Um, and and part of why I, I started this podcast was because because of the of issues like this and because although although we've come a long way with with acceptance of the plant. You know, we still have a long way to go in terms of stigma and allowing people places to use it and, you know, making sure that it's affordable and accessible to everyone, regardless of occupation, regardless of gender, regardless of where you live in the United States, or regardless of, of your socioeconomic class, very importantly, you know. I, I just feel that cannabis as it is, even in legal states, is, is very, very expensive. And 
you know, if it was legal in all 50 states and it was regulated like an agricultural product, um, you know, we would see $40 pounds and stuff, you know, and ounces would cost maybe 10 bucks. But, you know, we're not there yet. And because we still have a lot of people that, you know, while they don't have any moral, um, moral objections to cannabis, you know, they're not going to fight hard for it, you know. The, you know they're they're the type that hasn't used since college or high school you know they they have a, they now have a family they now have kids they now have a good paying job or whatever and you know they're firmly into the square life you know and you know they they haven't done it in decades and they don't care to and they don't really know people that do it anymore and although they want it legal and will vote yes if it's on their ballot you know they're not going to push for lounges you know for places to smoke they're not going to push for social justice and expungement they're not going to push for for um for for cannabis to be accessible for poor people like you know california once had you know but you know they with prop 64 that they passed in 2016 you know kind of phased it out but they're trying to they're trying to bring back compassionate care where you know poor people or disabled people without a lot of money would get sort of free cannabis from collectives and co-ops or, or whatnot, as, as I understand it. But, um, but, but part of why we do this podcast is to, is to, is to encourage activism and encourage people to write to their lawmakers and hold their lawmakers accountable in, in, in easing the stigma and ending federal prohibition. And I want to say that, and I want to say that my main point is, and this isn't this isn't for the weak hearted or weak minded. You know, I'm going to split some hair saying this, but if you're I don't have room for wallflowers on my podcast, you know, and I mean, part of the reason why I'm, I'm doing this is or part of the reason why I'm, I'm doing this sort of episode is to make that point. You know, one of my favorite musicians is Kurt Cobain and um, Kurt Cobain in interviews and in in. in in journal entries he's written like he 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 said that he's he's always said in concerts that if you're misogynistic if you're racist if you're xenophobic or you're a bigot he doesn't want you going to his concerts you know he wants you to burn his records and he never wants to see you in his concerts again and you know what i'm gonna say is gonna sound harsh but you know and i i know most of you listeners are are pretty are not wallflowers and are actively trying to change the laws and the stigmas of cannabis and crush the stigmas of cannabis and and destroy the stigmas of cannabis. But, I mean, there's still some people that, you know, that are, are on the fence or are wallflowers and are, oh, well, I voted yes on cannabis. I can just sit on my hands and do nothing. If you're, if you're, if you listen to this podcast and you're that type of person, I don't want you listening. You know, I have no space and I have no patience for wallflowers. I want people who have skin in the game. And by skin in the game, I want you writing to your congresspeople. I want you calling your your state senators and state reps. I want you testifying in, in, in your, your state house if you have the time or the ability to do it. You know, and... And I say these things because these are things I hold myself to. These are things I do. I write to my cannabis control board, you know, whenever I can to talk about regulation I don't like or regulation that I want to see in our program. You know, I remember 
like, I remember in 2017 when, you know, they were first really drafting rules and stuff, you know, I was writing to them to, to tell them that I don't want, I don't want potency limits on, on my medical marijuana, you know, I don't want large, I don't want ridiculous potency limits on, on cannabis, and, you know, I, I wrote to them talking about how, you know, um, how, how I want user data or, or cannabis uh, pay, uh, adult use data when, when you go to a dispensary to, to be protected or how I've written to the board saying that, you know, I want them to put some sort of rule or ordinance in place that says that that um, that employers can't discriminate with, with regards to cannabis use on off hours. You know, those are those are some of the many things I've done in the past few years. And, you know, I testified in, 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 in Beacon Hill um, in, in 20 in early 2017 as well to make to make what my views on or to make my vision of, of, of what I want the adult use market in my state to look like. You know, those are those are things I want you doing, you know. I don't want you, I mean, if you're, again, like I just said, if, again, if you're the type of person that's like, oh, well, I own my own property, I don't have to worry about having a place to consume cannabis, you know, and people shouldn't be able to smoke in public or whatever, you know, they should get ticketed and fine, or the, or, you know, why is it my problem that not everyone not everyone can afford medical marijuana that needs it, or why is it my problem that um that that there aren't lounges, or why is it my problem that the cannabis industry is most the the new cannabis industry is mostly white and people of color are shut out? You know, if you're not asking these questions and you're not worried about these problems, again, I don't want you as a listener. You know, I don't I I don't want wallflowers. I don't want complacent people. You know, I don't want people that are got mine F you, you know, we're, we're 10 states deep in this recreational marijuana experiment. And, you know, we still have 40 more states to go right now. And, you know, although I live in a legal state, although I live in legal Massachusetts and have no problem finding weed or whatever, I, I care very deeply about people in Mississippi who who where it's very illegal or Idaho or Wyoming. I care so much about that. You know, it breaks my heart that oh, that a woman my age or whatever that has insomnia, you know, has to use dumb pharmaceuticals that don't do the job for her. And, you know, and if she were to obtain marijuana, she she can go to prison for quite a long time and have her life destroyed. You know, I care about women like that. I care about men like that. I care about people in between like that, you know, in that predicament. You know, it's not enough that my state just legalized. I want it legal for all 50 states, you know, and I want listeners that, that think the same way and that are fighters, you know, that, that, that are fighters, that are willing to speak truth to power, that are willing to look out for others and willing to care about the well-being and, and, and the health of others and improving the quality of life of other people. I don't want people that are complacent and that don't, that don't care about these very deep and very big issues. Uh, you know, I, I don't want that. I don't care for it. And, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a subscriber to my podcast and you, you're just content with being a complacent wallflower, unsub click the unsubscribe button, you know, 
you know, delete every episode from 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 your from your phone or your computer, you know. Um, I, I I again I don't want wallflowers, so um, and um one more thing I sort of want to bring up, um I I mean I I mean I'm fifty something episodes deep and I haven't talked about why the I am cannabis sativa podcast is um is named that, and it's named that because. Um, because I want to, I want everyone to feel that, to see themselves as, I want everyone who's a cannabis user to see themselves as an average person in a sense, you know, it's like that, it's like that, um, part in, in that movie, I am, I think Spartacus or whatever, where, where they're going after Spartacus and then everyone else claims that they're Spartacus. So the people that are trying to punish Spartacus, you know the people that are trying to punish Spartacus they don't really know who the real Spartacus is so that's kind of the, the point of this podcast if ever if so many people are cannabis users then the people that still stigmatize it you know they can't really tell who is and who isn't a user and you know they start seeing it as a normal thing you know if you know, we're, we're, if everyone if if everyone sees that this is just normal and that this is just a regular thing and that average people view it, you know, that's the, you know that's what I'm trying to push for. And you know, and, and like, and this podcast, like this podcast is a populist podcast in a in a sense. I I would say that this podcast is a populist minded, populist themed po- podcast. You know. It's for the average people. It's for, it's for the, it's for, for the every woman or the every man. It's, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to attract, you know, people that have a lot of privilege or a lot of money. If you have privilege and money, I want you listening. I don't, I mean, that's, I mean, I want, I want people that aren't wallflowers, regardless of what they look like and how much money they have and who they are. I want people that aren't wallflowers to, to, to subscribe to my podcast, but um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're populist minded podcast and we're for the, we're for the average person. So, um, I guess I'll end it on that. And as always stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to HTTPS colon slash slash anchor dot FM slash I am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We've Yes, we've got a Discord channel and that Discord
Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.